1: literary briefs edition i am your host erica lance my amazing co-host today is danielle orsino and our guest today is sasha fenneman we're super excited okay Um, Don't forget to like and subscribe. You're listening to us right now. Hit the like or subscribe. Or you might be watching us on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. It lets people know that you love us and we appreciate it. And of course, if you want to leave us a review or a comment, we would love that too. We love them. Um, Sponsor today is gunk Brothers Spirits, coupon code DWA10. I do have a post-it that tells me these things because I get a little drunk by this episode. It's fine. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about what we're drinking in my very old drinking with author's cup. I have a, what remains of my gin and tonic with um, pomegranate and lime juice in it because that makes it super fancy when I don't have the cucumber lime already mixed in my tonic. Okay, Danielle, what are you drinking
0: I'm going barefoot Moscato watermelon. It's the last that I have left for the summer, and then I've got it in my super fancy unicorn goblet because that's just how I roll. Of
1: this super fancy unicorn goblet, I was supposed to you go gotta to get a rent fair before I got COVID, and I was like, I'm going to get a goblet at this rent fair and you need present a it to Danielle. And I didn't go because I got COVID, so that was not pleasant. Sasha, what are you drinking?
2: So I'm um, I'm having a monkey shoulder scotch, blended scotch. Woo this lead, Wow! neat Yeah, fancied all plate. of us. <laughs>
0: that totally outfancied wow. me. That's fine. Yeah, fancied us. Yeah, totally.
1: It does not matter how cool Did our it? cups are. That outfan Yeah, he just we just got out fancied.
2: Yeah. See I, I, know sponsor like, is, uh, I know your sponsor is more like into uh, into Bourbon, I guess.
1: Oh, yeah. No, they have amazing bourbon and stuff like that. It's the flavors they come up with are just ridiculous. And it really, (laughs) I didn't get any gin from them. I wonder if they have, I don't think they have gin. I have to look into that now. Okay. Anyway, separate topic. Okay. Are you ready for your questions, Sasha?
2: Oh, yes, I am.
1: Okay. What is is your favorite book of all time?
2: I have to say uh, The Stand by Stephen King
1: the stand
2: the stand why because it's an epic tale about 1500 pages um of uh, it's a plague story um post-apocalyptic uh, good versus feeble with uh, lots of characters uh they have um yeah some heartbreaking stories in, in in this and it's uh yeah like like a blueprint of a good novel format format for me
1: very cool. What about a novel that you absolutely didn't like?
2: Uh, I have to say Fifty Shades of Grey.
1: <laughs> oh, that's okay. You're joining the rest of us. I got six sentences in and could not go any further.
2: Yeah, or like anything oh. Stephanie Myers has written, I, I, I can't stand it.
1: Yeah, I have to say, so a I friend of mine it. turned me on to this book the other day. It's Fifty Bags of Earl Grey or something like that. It's a parody <laughs> yes. novel of Fifty Shades of Grey. It is hysterical. I may be late on this particular journey because it was published in like 2012 or something like that. It is so funny. Like I I bought a copy for a friend of mine too and we were just sitting there reading it because I was like, (laughs) this is the novel it should have been to begin with. So
2: Mm, you guys should
1: check out the parody. It's very funny (laughs) and very well written. Um, Okay, what about, what is your favorite, book that has been made into a tv show or a movie that you think they did a really good job with
2: oh that's a hard one
1: i know we ask the tough
0: questions here. Uh, <laughs> we're hard-hitting yep. journalists
2: yes yes <laughs> <laughs> uh i i think uh, the second jurassic park movie like uh, what what was it the lost world by michael crichton I think the book was wow. fantastic, and uh, they did. A, and Steven Spielberg did a fantastic job to bring it to life on the screen.
1: Nobody has ever said that before. Wow! I have to go back and watch the second, the second one.
2: one. The... Yeah, the second one, The Lost World.
1: Okay. What about one that you they took the book and you think they did a terrible job of it?
2: Um. Maybe a Stephen King movie, and that would be The Dark Tower.
1: Yeah, or oh, and yeah. almost any Stephen King movie,
2: because because it, 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 it is very hard to do a, a adaptation of the Dark Tower series by by Stephen King. And um, what they did, they did a remix, and they did they did it well the way they did it. <laughs> and it was kind of entertaining, but it has nothing uh, it has nothing uh, nothing to do with the, the Dark Tower at all. No, I agree. That's
0: with fair, you. Danielle. That's fair. Uh, I'm going to go with my obligatory question. Mm. It's early, but you know we're going to go with it. I like it's it. that time. Yeah, it's that time. Okay. All right, Sasha. You're going to bump into one of these three creatures and prove that it's real. Do you choose the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, or UFO? UFO. I was going to say, he's going to say why. UFO. Like... <laughs>
1: She wants everybody to say the Loch Ness monster, especially now that there's new photos coming out, Someone <laughs> kind of proving no, the yes. Loch Ness monster. But yeah,
2: I've I've it, been to Loch Ness and it's totally boring there, so uh, I, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not going with the Loch Ness. It's
0: never at Loch Ness. boring at Loch Ness. It can't be. <laughs> okay, Danielle, when you get
1: there, you can channel your inner fairy spirit and call the Loch Ness monster, and, do and he'll show up for me. me but you're talking to a sci-fi writer here he's gonna choose the ufos i
0: was just hoping but we could say the sasquatch is an alien i mean he could go he could go with different i'm just saying all right sasha i'll accept your answer i'll accept it just barely
1: you just barely scraped by there you just
0: barely made it
2: thank you so
1: what is something because you've been an editor what is something as an editor that is like a pet peeve that drives you crazy that authors do
2: telling this exact thing an author has said two sentences before in another sentence after that
0: repeating yeah I don't do that
2: I've been experiencing that with with editing and I was saying I I just read this sentence Uh, not with the same words but uh, the intention was the same and the, the the content was the same. Why are you writing this again? I've already had this information. I don't need it anymore. So let's skip it.
1: Oh, good point. <laughs> no, it's it's true. Okay, what about as a writer? What what um, has your editor said, Sasha? You got to stop doing this.
2: Uh, I I tend to write in very long sentences, and um, <laughs> they try mm-hmm. they are always trying to get this out of me. But uh, as you may know, the German language uh, you have multiple uh, <laughs> possibilities <laughs> to uh, to get things in a row and to tell like endless stories in just one sentence. With with, with uh, you're making a, stre- uh, a stress marker, you're making uh, a comma, and you uh, eventually you do stop, and um, then uh, <laughs> well, that that might take a page or two. No, I
0: this is a two page sentence um i like it sasha i'm okay with that I'm no no we're myself. not okay
1: with any of that danielle stop That is not something we're supporting at all
0: comma 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 I'm, no. I'm right there with you sasha you you I don't get no to put 40 commas
1: in the sentence and count it as a sentence editors will eh. go crazy what about as a reader what is something when you're reading not editing or writing but as a reader that will make you... Oh wait, let me ask the... Uh, blah, do you, um, that's okay, I can get all my thoughts there. I have a, like a drunk gnome in my head that runs around with like little post-its that's like, you wanna say this. Wait, I found this other one, I'm fine. Um, do you finish reading everything that you start reading or do you put it away if you don't like it?
2: Actually, I do. I, do. I don't I do put anything away even if it's so bad that I want. I, I want to stop. Because I think, uh, well, someone has written it and someone has uh, had the idea of telling a story. And um, even if I don't like it- That doesn't mean you have to donate
1: your time to it. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to advocate this again. You have time (laughs) to do creative things. I'm there with you. No, Danielle, you have gotta stop reading crappy stuff because that just because they wrote it, you already gave them the money. You don't have to finish it. That's how it works. It's not like you pay them at the end. You've already given them the money let it go okay
2: so if it's good trash i like it i i'm totally into good trash i'm i i like the uh, like like the asylum movies or the sci- uh, sci-fi television movies uh, of, of the sci-fi channel we get them and in, uh, mm-hmm. in germany too and they are so crappy sometimes but i like it it's yes. like a- <laughs>
1: well that's very different sharknado is probably should have an emmy at this point in time because oh it, god yeah yeah that's great I, I just, I feel like what I want to be is I want to be in the rooms when these conversations are had where they're like, what we think is we should have a giant tornado that's full of sharks and like, who who says this movie and somebody else goes, give me my checkbook.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they go and let's get Steve from 90210. Oh, we're not going to talk about lead.
1: Those 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 actors needed those jobs. Let's just put it that way.
0: But he's awesome in it. He acts his <laughs> I'm also butt a big, fan, big fan of it.
2: the I'm also a big fan of the trauma movies, you know, the, the trauma movies like Class of Nukem High or um, what what else have they done? The Toxic Avenger is one of the, uh, oh, the yeah. oh yeah, ones. oh yeah.
0: Gosh. This yes.
2: is uh, Lloyd Lloyd Kaufman, Michael Hertz, the the um, the two directors, and I'm a big fan of these of this stuff from from the '80s and the '90s.
0: Oh, the B movies, the be- They're the best. All day, I could sit yeah. there. Yes, I'm right there, right there with you. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. I... <sighs> <sighs> so the other day, on Amazon, this was a couple months ago, but it's the other day. Uh, mm-hmm. there was a Shark versus octopus movie
0: like a Debbie giant gibson movie. and tiffany i think they were in that one yes this i
2: know
1: it was so bad and i'm like what the hell is happening so i'm trying to like okay i can watch this i can i could not i could not get through it i could not make myself sit through it it no 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 lost in
0: your eyes i think we're alone now clashing together awesome (laughs)
1: okay you've had too much moscato we're raining this all in um is there something as a reader that drives you completely crazy that'll make you not want to continue but continue
0: reading anyway
2: well it doesn't drive me crazy but i think uh if I'm reading a chapter in like a like a big novel, like a big book, and I've got it, um, and I'm reading a, a passage, maybe in a few chapters um, that doesn't get on with the story or doesn't get on with the involvement of, of a character. That drives me crazy. If this uh, is like a, like a 600, 600, 700 page book, and you have this middle part where nothing happens in the story or with the characters, I, I think, well, why, why have you written this? This is not important. And, and uh, looking back, back when I read all of this uh, of the novel and look at the story, I think this part ha- would per- be perfectly cut or, or skipped. In in movie edi- editing, it would be uh, uh, cut out because of length. And that's they d- don't do this much with books. And I, See, this sometimes is the I editor would in it.
1: you. The editor in you is like, you can remove this. Thanks. Yes. Just cut it right out of your copy of the book. Yes. Do you like to read like physical books or do you prefer ebooks or audiobooks? Like, what is your preference?
2: I like uh, printed books and, and uh, ebooks. Um, I'm not so much into audiobooks.
1: I'm a big fan of audiobooks. I just I actually finished audiobook. today listening to where the Crawdads sing. <laughs>
2: I got uh, one of my novels uh, made into an audiobook lately. That uh, was amazing. It was the first time that they did an, uh, an, an audio version of it. And what did you amazing. think of it?
1: Did you get to choose the narrator?
2: No, it was choose, uh, chosen by the publisher. And uh, yeah, which it, it was a German reading. And um, it's great. Wow. <laughs> it fits <laughs> the, awesome. the story.
1: I have to say, listening to one's audiobooks... <laughs> Danielle, I don't know if you've experienced this, but it's kind of weird listening to your audiobooks, because oh, it's I've kind of like mine, yeah. when I reread them, <clears throat> which I do because I don't keep world building, so I just go back and read or listen to my books again and go, okay, I remember everything now. I'll make do the next one, right? But listening to it, I sit there and go, why the hell did I put that in there? Like I just, <laughs> I think of I things have where done I'm that. like, yeah. oh, what did what. I should have done this different thing here. This would have been more clever. And then I'm like, I need to stop doing this because I'm like re-editing the book as I'm
0: doing it. I, and I'm like, yeah.
2: That's like that they was, say, if, if that yeah. is it, it is published, it isn't finished, it's never finished.
0: It's no. no, it's never finished. That was one thing Cleet told me was, my first developmental editor told me, he was like, you have to lock it away. He's like, cause you will go back and you will re- you'll sit there and think about, I could have done this, I could have done that. He's like, you actually have to like lock it away and walk away. He's exactly. like, or else you'll constantly be toying with it. He's like, you have to leave it alone. But I, I have listened to my my first audio book. I've list, I actually went on Audible and bought it to kind of just get the ball rolling a little bit. And I did sit there and listen to it because it was my first audio book. Of course, I was like, what's, you know, I wanted to hear it and I wanted to experience what the listeners, how, like I wanted to get the full experience and kind of, you know, hear what they heard and, and the whole thing. And yeah, I did that. And I liked it. I was happy with it. I was like, cool. Check off, check it off. Do that. But yeah, I can't. I had to like put the manuscripts on a separate flash drive or else I'd go back and keep toying with them. I had to leave it alone. I think a lot of
1: authors, and if you're one of those listening right now, that just keep rewriting and rewriting and rewriting and rewriting, and rewriting like, no. No, if you do that, you'll never publish your book. Because no, got to walk like away. My first <coughs> published story was, oh wow, um, <coughs> seventeen years ago now or something like that. Um, my first published short story. I have to go back and look at it, but it's something like that. And I um, am a bit way better author than I was back then like the first time you write a novel different places
0: in time yeah
1: you go back to reread it write it again or a story you're going to be a better writer than you were when you started mm-hmm. writing that thing so unless you can just go okay i need to just go through it make sure it says what i wanted to say give it off to my editor so they can find all the stupid stuff that i did that i shouldn't have done um then you're never going to let it go you have to let your baby go and your baby will never be perfect
2: yeah I like i think of it battery. as a
0: yearbook picture
2: yeah. yes like yes, exactly. that's how I look it's at like,
0: it it's like that's that's a yearbook picture that's the picture I took that's where I was I can't fix it like just look at it and go oh yeah and like close it and be like you know you either have to say I took a good picture that day or you're gonna be embarrassed by it that's yeah, it like, a, like, like a, there's, there's nothing else
2: like, yeah it's like a, like a diary the, uh, mm-hmm. what you what you felt like by at that time what was with your yeah, what your abilities were at that time, and uh, looking back, it, was, it was a perfect documentary of what, what was your state then, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> yeah.
1: What is, what is a, a genre, Sasha, that you've never written that you'd like to write?
2: Ah, that would be um, maybe like a love story novel something like that. Like a romance? <laughs> Yeah, romance maybe. Um, just something like I've i I've, I've, I've seen a lot of uh, self-publishers that are very very uh, popular for writing these 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 uh, fantasy kind of uh, of love novels, like you know with with princes and, uh, and romanticy my, kind of thing. Romanticy kind of thing, and uh, well maybe maybe that is for me or it is not. I'd like to uh, try that out, and I'd like to uh, to write a western sometime someday. Oh, I like that's cool. I think
1: both of these ideas are great. I interviewed someone yesterday that is a male who's written a romance novel, but it's written from the male perspective instead of the female perspective because most romance novels are written from the female's perspective, right? They're not written from the male's, and even if it's written by a male, it's still written from the female's perspective, right? So, I always think it's fascinating to watch and see male writers do a romance right? And, you know, a lot of times they have to learn a little bit because their main audience is female people reading the books, right? So there's some things that you just can't do, rules. Um, but I think that's awesome. And Westerns are so much fun, like so much fun. And especially if you tie sci-fi or steampunk or horror and stuff like that into the Western or romance, it can make it very, very
0: fun. And you could write sure. your own theme song. Yeah, <laughs> theme songs.
1: Theme songs Call
0: would back. be awesome.
1: Yeah, I like that. That was well done. Well done to the Thank previous you. episode. Um, so what are the name of the bands? Where can people hear your music? We didn't ask that question in the last one.
2: I, I don't know if this is uh, available online, but I've had an, um, a band called Venus Meadow. That was a, like a melodic metal Kind of band like with operatic metal. Band. Metal, I like
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> it's called like Venus. With, what?
2: The Venus, Venus Meadow. Meadow.
1: Venus Meadow. We need to look that up, Danielle. It's a melodic yep. metal. I, I, I love all on, of
2: this. I'm writing this down
1: right it. now because I'm looking this up. <laughs> melodic metal. Venus yeah,
2: Metal. I've done. I haven't done the the lyrics for that band. I'm. The, I was the percussion player in the, in that band, and we did just one EP. Um, back in two thousand and seven, two thousand eight, I guess, and uh, well, it's kind of good produced, and we've got some some orchestral music in it, and uh, well, I'm, I'm very proud of it. Have you the stuff. as a
1: we, band? Have you ever gone on tour?
2: No, we have. A, uh, we have had had a few performances. Uh, the biggest one was uh, with an with an orchestra in front of a three thousand wow. people or something. Uh, That was amazing. It was a a one-of-a-kind show. And uh, we've done some club gigs uh, also, but that's that's about it. Because we live in several parts of the country now, and uh, we didn't continue the project then.
1: And when you say percussion, do you mean drums?
2: Uh, No, not drums, but everything else that uh, looks like drums. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like, like, you know, tambourine or or other big drums that you can... uh, Play with like turkish drums or, or stuff like that i have a collection of of, of uh, several drums that i that i can play along with
1: wow that's- like congas,
2: Congos, bongos all this stuff
1: wow multi-talented look at you
0: anything you, you can hit man
1: okay danielle over to you my friend
0: if you could uh visit one mythical world in literature where would you go
2: have to go with the dark tower by stephen king it's a very dangerous world i was and gonna a, say why the hell would you want to go there <laughs> it's a it's a collection of of very very uh yes dangerous uh, worlds but i think uh, he's done a great job uh, creating this this conglomerate of of multiple of the multiverse he's putting uh, into this and the uh the possibility is there and uh, it's got also Western stuff. If you look at the first uh, novel, mm-hmm. um, The Gunslinger, uh, it's a perfect uh, sci-fi uh, uh, Western novel. And it goes on with a medio- medieval kind of love story in the fourth episode. And the last three uh, installments, it's uh, like almost like a like a meta, meta novel. Thing when uh, when the the characters meet their <laughs> meet their maker, and um, uh, that's that's just great. If I could could dive into that and the uh, the world that uh, Roland Deschain the the main character is going through that world that would be amazing.
1: Very cool. If you oh. could be any mythical or fantastical creature, what would you be?
2: I've been thinking about that a lot. Actually, do I want to be a werewolf or a vampire and uh, I think I want to be a ghoul.
1: What? A ghoul. A ghoul? (laughs) Does ghoul mean something different in Germany than it does over here? Because ghouls are mindless, undead creatures. Is that what you want to be? Kim Harrison's
0: aren't. Kim Harrison's eat meat, but they're totally fine.
2: Yeah, something like that.
0: So I like, like the, a, I like, an intelligent I like the,
1: zombie? Is that what you're going for?
2: Well, maybe, maybe. No, and I, I like the the, um, the 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 subterranean style they live in. I, I think that's something I would dig.
1: You want to live underground? Why not? Okay, that is that is definitely it's I love this question because we get some of the weirdest answers. <laughs> Like seriously, he's like vampire werewolf. I was like, obviously werewolf. But um, <laughs> and then you're like, I'm gonna be a ghoul.
2: No, but- I, I I always like like zombies. And if if there was something like an intelligent zombie or something like like that, that that would be my kind of.
0: Yeah, the Night Hunter series actually, not Kim Harrison. Night Hunter series has ghouls. Yeah, Rodney. Okay. He was yeah. He just ate meat. Like I think he just had to eat human meat. Like every now and then. But he was like up, talking, walking. He was fine. No, yeah, Rodney. Do. Okay, so
1: what are your favorite zombies then? What kind of zombies are your favorite? What universe does the zombies the best?
2: Uh, I I always like the the fast rabbit zombies. So um, the
1: Twenty Eight Days Later zombies.
2: Yes, yes, they they are totally awesome. All the what was that uh, uh, zombies? Uh, and I also like the one from I Am Legend uh, uh, with with Will Smith. Uh, uh, the, these those are zombies. those are more
1: vampires than zombies.
2: Yes, yes, but. Um, the style of, of them they were also skinny and very the the, the quick breathing that that was insane the same idea of, of uh, for the yeah movie. no
1: nobody needs that i'm fine with the zombies as long as they're not running like i'm okay as long as they can't run fast. you have to have a plan oh
2: you i have, have many plan plans to, trust
1: me i have a zombie, zombie bug out bag they're already put together oh, yeah. with the life yeah, straws got- and the yeah tr- I'm i'm prepared for this yep. to happen and i if i think if it was to happen it would be very much like um <clears throat> 28 days later where it's like a rabies kind of like yes. thing you know oh yes yeah it that won't be of the, yeah. people coming out of the ground like i although that's terrifying there's no that's not I mean, how science going, yeah. and stuff that would prohibit that
0: from occurring but yeah that's interesting
1: okay danielle
0: I'm on the zombie apocalypse thing right now. So I gotta get, oh, I gotta so get my what, brain What off are your now.
1: favorite zombies then Danielle, since we're- Oh, I don't watch now.
0: zombie movies um, because <laughs> that could really happen. Yeah, no, I can't watch that because that's gonna happen. It's, it's, see, I have to have, I have my zombie apocalypse plan. I, you see, first thing I do is I'm cutting off my husband's head because he had the flu shot and I'm convinced that's how the whole thing's gonna happen. So my first plan, cause I told him never to get it is I cut off his head and then I have the dogs and a papoose one in front, one in back, and then I'm my original plan. When I was in New York, was to head to the West Side Highway, steal a boat, and then I'm heading to Easter Island because I can't have anybody on the boat because of zombie sharks. I don't want to have to kick their bodies off into the ocean because then, like I said, zombie sharks, and that's that's just way too much for my body to handle and my brain. So yeah, I have a whole plan, but now that I'm in Charlotte, I gotta find a way because I'm landlocked to get to the shore, uh, to get to you know the water. But the plan was to steal a sailboat. No sound. Yeah. I have a plan.
1: So a plan.
2: That worked I'm, out pretty I'm
1: I'm gonna burst yes. a little a little bubble for you on this plan uh-huh. to make you, you rethink don't. it. Because uh-huh. no, I'm going to because if you if you watch Walking fear Dead the Walking Dead, the yes. fear of the walking okay. dead, or they they the walk video game, the, the mm-hmm. um, you know, the best of us yep. and stuff like that, um, they can go in water and do.
0: Oh, yeah, but that's why I'm heading to Easter Island. Because when I actually like mapped this whole thing out, Easter Island was the best place for me to go. Um, It was furthest, there was no chance of anybody walking there. So I was okay with Easter Island. But you gotta realize,
1: they don't don't have to stop. They can just keep moving.
0: Yeah, they're not gonna go that far. I'm gonna be well out there. The other, this is why I can't take anybody on the boat with me, because once again, I can't kick your body off the boat. Because that then I got zombie sharks to deal with, so I can't think like that. That's why I can't no Florida because then I got zombie alligators to deal with. There's a lot in my plan, and so yeah, no, we're not dealing. That's Easter Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole plan is there, but that's why I don't watch movies like that because then it's it's too much for me to to handle. You'll but I have a bag. Yeah, I have it. I have katanas because once again, no sound can't attract them. Um, I have medical supplies ready to go. And I got two pups and a papoose. But my plan was to actually steal a fire truck, and the hose was going to be hooked up to gasoline so I could blowtorch them all out of my way. I have a book ready to go on this. I actually want
1: to co-write this book with you because I want to be the other half that's actually the (laughs) one that has experienced this situation before to... It's all planned. yes i figured yeah. out how I, I, DNA. I feel a, co- a co-written zombie novel coming on from
0: yeah I feel, it's all two plans, characters yeah,
1: perspective.
0: I, don't, I don't i don't do zombie movies because it's really going to happen and to me those are more like documentaries so i don't i don't do that i don't do that and i don't do dolls i don't do doll movies oh we don't get me again, started that that could with happen. dolls no yeah we don't we don't, do, we don't do those yeah you understand me sasha right we're feeling it yeah i, I, don't, do. I don't do that stuff you know there's so, certain movies i just don't do Sasha, is
1: there anything that you don't do like that scares you that you're like, nope, nope, not going to do this?
2: Uh, well, I'm I'm like kind of a big guy, and the last time I was on a roller coaster was uh, not so good, so I'm not going on roller coasters at any point of my life again.
0: <laughs> I agree with you on that. I'm a small <laughs> person, so I agree with you, Sasha. Mm-hmm. Don't do roller
1: coasters. Do that. Interesting. Are there any um, like uh, paranormal stuff that that you're like, Meh. like dolls are kind of terrifying because some of them do stuff, and there's way too many videos of dolls doing crap that I'm like, mm-hmm. nope, nope, perfect nope. little body for little spirits to go in. I'm I'm good not doing that. But
2: is there spirits anything is like a, that? Spirits, spirits is a good point. I'm terrified of of ghosts and ghost movies. I was terrified when I first watched the the, the Poltergeist film. Uh, I think it's an oh. amazing film. It scared the shit out of me and um so so did uh, insidious the first insidious movie was also Ooh. one of scary thing uh things i i i watched and um i'm a big fan but they all also scare me of uh, found footage films like the first Gavage, uh, Blair Witch project oh the blair witch project uh, the, the first oh. one the docu- documentary yeah. style uh, film, like uh, all of the other uh, epigones that came after that um if they are very good like um paranormal activity the first one Mm -hmm. um the first one yes um this this is what what scares me a little bit not so much but uh, if i have to choose that it will be ghosts or like yeah uh, undead Mm -hmm. stuff that's spooking around the house or spooky houses i'm i'm very much into spooky houses and lost places and stuff like that and um yeah um, that that scares me a bit
1: That's okay. When we send you the Drinking with Author swag, we'll send you some sage. You can just carry it around with you. Just be like, we'll sage this, we'll sage that. No, just kidding. No, that's awesome. Okay, Danielle, I'm going to give you the last and but most amazing question
0: that's been asked. No pressure. No pressure at all. What is your spirit animal, Sasha?
2: My spirit animal? The sloth. (laughs)
0: and on that note i think that was the most amazing answer we've gotten yes i like it you can
1: anybody who can let mold grow on them i'm a fan of i'm a fan Mm -hmm. sasha tell the audience how they can find you in your books
2: you can find me on social media at sasha veneman author at facebook at sasha veneman author uh, at uh, instagram And at uh, Captain Starbucks, that's CPT Starbucks at Twitter.
1: Very cool. And you have a blog, but it's in German, right?
2: Yeah, right. That's on WordPress. It's cptstarbucks.wordpress.com.
1: Very, very cool. It is awesome. And it's been so amazing to have you on this show. Thank you so much for being here with us.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm I'm honored to be the first German author on this uh, podcast. Yes,
1: yes. And... (laughs) The first author that we had that wrote writes Pope like that. That is so amazing. Like I'm totally <laughs> going to look into the English ones that I can, because no, I cannot read German. And yeah, I took a little French yeah. in high school, but enough to ask where the bathroom is, and say inappropriate things. That's all I, I have know to say. About.
2: The translation is fantastic. So it's uh, it fits the tone that I that I write, and uh, the words are the exact words. So that's that's, that's great.
1: I cannot wait to read awesome. it. Oh. Okay, guys, this has been Drinking With Authors, the Literary Briefs Edition. I've been your host, Erica Lance. Our sponsor has been Skunk Brothers Spirits, Coupon code DWA10. Absolutely check them out. And I would recommend to give them for holidays and stuff like that. They're kind of amazing. Um, my amazing co-host has been Daniela Orsino in her Wonder Woman outfit. Well, not outfit. This is a shirt. Um, Don't forget to like and subscribe. I love that you just did that. So you have to be watching. And I'm not even going to say what it is because you have to be watching. Um, Don't forget, like, subscribe. You're either listening or watching right now. So you can do it right now while it's in your hands. And if you feel like it or not, I don't care if you feel like it, leave us a review anyway. We want to hear what you think. And we will see you guys next time.
2: The Hitchhiker's Guide to Podcasting has
0: this to say about the weekly Earth Station One podcast Mildly entertaining
1: Not nearly as exciting as the popping of bubble wrap but slightly better than listening to Vogon poetry Be mildly entertained by Mike and Mike as they tackle an assortment of geeky topics each week Check out the Earth Station One podcast and let your inner geek out to play